Welcome to Mind, Body, and Spite, where we will be taking a deep dive into the disorders of both mind and body. That's a hell of a lot of spite mixed in. We are not medical doctors. Therefore, this information and our opinions should not be considered medical advice. Although, with as much research as we've done, we really should have honorary degrees. So sit back, relax, and we'll learn about some fancy medical terminology, the criteria, and the symptoms of a disorder. Hello everyone, we are back with another episode of Mind, Body, and Spite. This week we are talking to the wonderful and amazing John. And we also have Chelsea. Say hi, Chelsea. Hi. And they both suffer from Tourette's syndrome. A lot of people, I think, go immediately to the cussing kind. I think that's always the funny kind that everybody likes to pull in, especially to movies and TV shows. Uh, yeah, I mean, I... <coughs> So uh, I, I started showing symptoms when I was a younger teenager, a little bit of the ADHD, and definitely I have a large dose of OCD that comes with Tourette's. So that's super fun. <clears throat> and, and so when I was a young teenager, uh, I definitely had like hyperactive disorder and I would um, kind of act out, but more or less I was really... My obsessive compulsive disorder beat my ADHD in that my mom realized that if she offered me like little trinkets or baseball cards, I wanted those so badly that I would do all the homeworks and get all the good grades. Uh, so she used it against me and it worked really well. But uh, my junior year of high school, I got into a really nasty accident uh, where I hit my head pretty good. Some old lady ran a red light, slammed into my car, I hit my head. And that's where I really like everything just kind of started happening, the, the having verbal and physical texts. And this was in 98. So basically, uh, the doctors were not nearly as good as today. My mom took me to a doctor. He kind of diagnosed me. And then he gave me three medications and then two medications to get rid of the side effects of the first three medications and then a sixth medication to get rid of the side effects of the second two medications or second set of medications. Mm -hmm. So it completely screwed up my freshman year of, of college. I, I mean, it was just, I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't do anything. So, so were you having any like tics or vocal or physical tics before the accident? Um, yeah, I mean, so I definitely was very fidgeting. I, I, my mom always chalked it up to me being just an excitable little boy. But looking back, I think it was pretty obvious. Uh, after the accident, though, it, it just, you know, it definitely went from like a three to a seven. So, yeah, it, it was, I mean, it definitely kind of escalated everything. And, of course, being in high school with Tourette syndrome and also nerdy, you know, you get called freak or you get called weirdo. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know about you, but I like when, whenever I'm dealing with kids, if I tick or whatever, they, they think it's funny, like I'm playing a game. Yeah, and, and most of the time, if I just don't even want to explain it, uh, I just, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That was, that was hilarious. You know, but I mean, even even nice people are like, oh, ha, 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 you're, you got to explain it. And then it becomes awkward. And then they're like, oh, I pity you. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need your pity. So, yeah, I, I, most of the days today, you know, it's just part of who I am now. So most of the time when I'm at work or I go to a client's site, you know, hi, my name's John. Oh, by the way, I have Tourette syndrome. So if I'm winking at you, it's not because I like you. It's just a thing I do. It definitely was a struggle a lot when I was younger because of the human race in general is very tribalistic. And if you don't fit into their small little view of what you should be, then you're outside. So 
So I did a bunch of research when we got married because I had only heard it as, oh, it's that funny cussing disease that you see on TV and movies. The, like back when I was in high school, we had this thing called the dollar bet. Like every week, my, my friends would be like, hey, can you cuss out our teacher and just blame it on your Tourette's? And I'm like, no, because my parents know I don't have that. And so what's going to happen is I'm going to get in trouble. So how about you, Chelsea? What was your kind of growing up experience? When did you get diagnosed? Yeah, well... Uh, my parents got divorced when I was five, and that's when I started ticking, but it wasn't Bob or I roll and, or something like that. That was just occasional when I would be like looking at something, um, and it progressively got worse. My mom and dad's divorce got really, really nasty, which caused, I think, caused the ticks to get even worse because of trauma. And then going through school, um, I wasn't diagnosed till I was 13. So once I became 13, that was when I found a really good doctor. His name was Dr. Hardman. And he took one look at me. I went in and he took one look at me. He said, I know what you have, but I'm going to do a, a couple more things. And when they did more MRIs and more CAT scans and all that of my brain. And then he came back. He's like, you have Tourette's. And I was like, oh, cool. Am I dying? <laughs> he's like, no, not any faster than anybody else. And I was like, oh. Cool. cool. That's that that works. That works for me. Cool. So but before that, I had a lot of doctors uh, blame and accuse me of doing it on purpose mm-hmm. to get attention from my mom and dad. And I was like, I don't want either one of their attentions because their attentions are kind of loud. And I don't want I don't want them to notice me because I thought I was the reason for their divorce. Mm-hmm. So I was like, don't notice me, because if you don't notice me, everything will be fine. Everything will fix itself. And so the, I remember one doctor kind of looked at me and was like, you know, can I talk to you in private? And I was like 11, I think, maybe 10. And my mom was like, mm, I guess. So she stepped out in the hallway and he said, why are you doing this? And I, I asked him why. And I remember this ba- vividly. I said, well, what do you mean? He said, why are you doing this to your parents? Like, why, why would you do this? They're already going through a lot. And now you're trying to have these medical issues that aren't even real. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, already <laughs> traumatic. Right. You're going through a, not even just a divorce. Worse immediately. Yeah. Oh, God. Just don't have anxiety, yeah. okay? Yeah. <laughs> Stop well, I didn't, coughing. but thanks a lot. Now I do. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a little crazy. I mean, I, I had a lot of mean and bad experiences in school and, teachers I had one teacher that didn't believe that I tried she said it was just a comedy act and this was after I was diagnosed and they had packets upon packets of what it was and why I need gum or why I need a little fidget thing just ignore the book wow first or whatever she didn't believe any of it she thought it was just it was just stupid and I was just wanting special attention because I had an IEP and she hated IEPs too I'm 45 how much younger are you I'm 30 it's good to see in 15 years they have teachers haven't improved because like mine did the same thing. So, uh-huh. Okay, yeah, thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, I know it's it's crazy. Yeah, because I I would have thought we would have like gone past that, but no, she pointed to me and would point to the door, and I would know that I need to grab my stuff and go to the office because she didn't want to deal with me that way. Wow, <laughs> I'm just so dismissive too. Like I'm, I don't even care to understand. Okay, let's say. Let's say you're faking it. Mm-hmm. Instead of stop faking it, let's go, okay, why are you faking? Like, what right. is going on? Like, do you need to 
talk to somebody? Do you need mm -hmm. like a hug? Like, you know, simple things. Oh yeah. Did they make you sit in the back of the school? Like always in the back of like, I mean, that, that was big for me. Like I, every single day I had to sit in the back so that I wouldn't bother the other students, which was, and it was horrible for me because my attention span with all the kids in front of me mm -hmm. took that away. So it was just a lose-lose situation. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had one teacher wanted me up front because she thought I was lying. So that was my junior in high school. Mm -hmm. So needless to say, when I was able to not be there after noon on my junior senior years, I went, peace. <laughs> I'm out. I'm going home. I don't want this anymore. Haven't gotten to schools. Have you ever gotten, um, denied from like schools and stuff and jobs because of it? <clears throat> I've been in interviews where like in, in the software computer industry, their favorite thing to do to you during interviews is they give you a marker and then they ask you this absurd question and you got to write out the answer on a whiteboard. Mm -hmm. And so having five people stare at you while you write or trying to remember this completely asinine fact or thing or how you would do like a math problem sucks, mm -hmm. I think is the right word. <clears throat> It's kind of funny. I'm, I'm an introvert trapped in an extrovert's body because I, I love talking to people. I have no issues being comfortable with anybody. But where I hate being in situations where people are just staring at me. And so I'm like, I, you get that overwhelming urge to try to control your tics. And so you're just like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then you're just like, now I have to do it. How you always explain it to me, it, you are itchy but you can't scratch right away. Yeah. And so you're just focusing on that itch and you're not really focusing on talking. You're just focusing how much your damn leg itches and how much yes. you want to scratch it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I've actually been in a, a VP's office and he's like, can you, can you like stop doing that while I talk to you? And I'm like, Nope. Can you stop being an a-hole? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like it. At some point in my life, I stopped apologizing for it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know where like your journey I'm is. Not <laughs> You're not there yet. You're not there yet. After I, today. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to apologize for it, but at the same time, I get I'm really self-conscious about it. I'm very, especially in in front of people. I think it's just because of again the trauma. Because mm -hmm. I won't mention any names, but family members have been very hateful and nasty mm -hmm. about it too. Oh, sure. And yeah. somebody who's really close, who's not supposed to do that, um, didn't believe that I had it through the divorce. Mm -hmm. And he held my head down <gasps> and told me to stop. So he had he was oh, behind me and had my head shit. down. And he was like, and I do this, and he like clamps oh. even harder to get me to stop. See, my parents were, wow. I mean. Well, I'm sorry that that happened yeah, that... to you coming out now. So like my therapist voice is, I'm so sorry. That's that why, that's why I get very self-conscious about it. It's, yeah. it's, cool. it's getting better. It's getting better, but. I mean, it's not that like my parents <laughs> didn't try to help, but I don't think they just knew what to do. And so I think my parents tried to like, if we don't address it, it'll go away. Yes. But yes, I, I have had all sorts of hilarious and spectacularly horrible experiences where uh, most people don't realize that your tics rotate, right? So yes. uh, I had one when I was a kid, teenager, I had one where I would shoot my elbow up like this. It, it almost looked like I was doing a uh, elbow attack to someone taller than me behind yes. me. Yeah. Because we're not on video. And we were, yeah, yeah. You imagine it. Uh, anyway, so my dad was walking behind me. And he came up to tell me something and I shot my elbow up and hit him right in the jaw. And he looked at me like he was about to slap the crap out of me. And I just remember that. Oh my God. I was like, I am so sorry. It's inadvertent. And he looked at me and then he realized, yo, 
okay, you know, that was like kudos to him for realizing the situation. But there's been definitely some times where I have absolutely kicked out my leg or something on my arm and, and hit the table or scared the cat. Yeah, there's been times where I've scared the cat so bad it jumped like three feet in the air. Well, it's really worse when the cat is laying on your lap and yeah. then you have a really hard twitch, especially if it's our skittish cat. Like I said, I don't know if you've ever had any ticks like this, but one of my worst ticks I've ever had was the one where like I raised my elbow up like this mm-hmm. and I hit the side of my head. And there was one time I hit the side of my head so hard I saw stars. And I was like, well, this needs to go away quickly. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have one that I, I, if I'm by a wall, um, I have to move because I hit my head back of my head on it or side of my head wherever it is so i'm like all right i'm gonna move (laughs) yeah always fun you've only hit me twice so Uh, you know in 17 years of marriage that's pretty good that's yeah that's pretty good the worst feeling is when we go to lunch (laughs) at work they're like hey three people can squeeze in the back and i'm like no because i'm usually i'm smaller so i usually get trapped in the middle and i'm just like please don't twitch please Mm -hmm. don't twitch it's like you don't think about an elephant if you're just thinking so hard about not twitching, mm-hmm. like you said, that's all you want to do. Yeah. And then you miss what people are saying. Like you can, <coughs> somebody could be asking a question and it's like Charlie Brown, wah, 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 in your head because you're just sitting there going, don't tick, don't do it, don't tick, don't yeah. do it. And they're like, what do you think, Chelsea? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> sorry. The other thing I think people don't realize is, you know, I equate this to doing a really hard gym workout through the entire day. So oh, when you're yes. twitching... Your muscles are actually contracting and releasing just like when you're working out. So if I have a really stressful day and I'm twitching a lot, I come home feeling just physically exhausted. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, on top of the mentally mentally taxing day, so you're physically exhausted, you're mentally exhausted, and you're just like all your, your give-a-dams are busted. Mm-hmm. And then you can't sleep. Mm-hmm. So you think you think that you're so, <clears throat> you're so exhausted that you're just, I'm going to go home, I'm passing out. I'm done. Yeah, no, your body's like, no, no. Travis is like, no, 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 no. No, you're exhausted physically, mentally, but you're not allowed to sleep. Then you can't sleep until your body just gives out, and then you just sleep for three days. Yeah, Yeah, I I always know if he has a bad day at work because he comes home really twitchy. He only has one tick that I've ever wanted (laughs) to punch him for. In 17 years, there's only one, Yep. it's his skin teeth one. But now I'm bringing it up, it's going to come back. It's going to come back. He hasn't had it for a while. She, so. There was one time yeah. where I was sucking my teeth so much that she did this thing where I wasn't looking and I saw her in like in my peripheral vision and she was holding out her hands like she was gonna, <laughs> like she was Homer Simpson choking Bart Simpson. <laughs> and I'm like, is it that bad? She's like, of course. You just did it seven times in 10 seconds. And he's like, really? I'm like, yes. <laughs> And we don't even realize that. Exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't realize. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't tell people about it a lot, which I probably should, but I don't because I've not gotten into schools because of it, and I've not gotten jobs because of it. And Like, like they straight up said, hey, listen, we can't do this? Yeah, well, like, back in high school, you know, they have these, like, career schools. So, like, uh, mine, my high school, um... We would, because I had an IEP, we would go um, like multiple times to the school and we would go into the departments that we were really interested in. I was interested in cosmetology at the time. And the lady who did like the finer interviews and whatever to see if you would be able to make it, um, never asked me anything about my, my, my math skills or anything like that. 
And I just said, yeah, I do have Tourette's, but what you see is what you get. I'm not going to, like, stab someone in the skull with the scissors. Like, if I knew I would do that, I wouldn't be here in this profession. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I like, I like hair, I like makeup, and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. It was really, yeah, no, it was a whole facade. Because then I got denied because of my math skills. But they not once ever tested me on my math skills. And never asked my teachers about my math skills, so it was the Tourette's. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't know, but like I said, I say this a lot. But I don't know about you, but um, OCD is a big part of having Tourette's for me. Yes. <clears throat> and I, I'm at a very high level of software engineering, and I would not be there if I didn't have Tourette's and OCD. Like mm-hmm. when I, when I sit down and I focus on something, <clears throat> that's another thing about Tourette's is. Your, your tics, at least for me, go away when you're really hyper-focused. Yes. And so I loved coding, and so I just sat there and I coded and I coded and I coded. And it was like solving problems, and I was so into it that all my tics went away, and it was just like medicine. Mm-hmm. And it was so blissfully peaceful. And so that's the one thing that I, I feel like people don't get is like, Oh, you have this thing, and and you couldn't possibly do a regular job, but I mean, I I surpassed and blew away a lot of the people I work with at, at different places because I was so focused. I just like they, it, you can't explain like the level of focus that you can obtain when you have OCD because you're like, oh, I'm just gonna go to lunch. I'll I'll figure this out later. Like, no, you're gonna figure this out right now, or the world's gonna end. And while that's sometimes horrible, a lot of the times I equate some of my success in my job to that. Mm-hmm. And like that, I mean, that that idiot at the cosmetology school, if they would realize like that level, like you're you probably would have excelled at, at anything you were focused mm-hmm. at because that is just what you do. Like that mm-hmm. is you're going to make sure that whatever you're doing is done right mm-hmm. and made sure it's done well. Yeah, it's always, it's always a, you know, this, my co-part might be doing, you know, two things for their homework while I'm doing six things because that's how I have to do it in order for me to catch up with everybody. And I'm not caught up with everybody, but if I'm going to get to where everyone's at, I have to do like four times what the other person is doing, Mm -hmm. which is why I love theater and dance and stuff like that, because I am able to not uh not tick as much so when i'm on stage i don't tick mm-hmm. um, i might occasionally for like standing there and people are like kind of laughing or if we're supposed to like the freezing moments are not are not for me just um, chat, you just do lots of yes yeah <laughs> if they're like all right this is a freezing moment and, and you have to stop and not move i'm like <laughs> you need to put me in the back <laughs> you sure about that how, how do you feel about interpretive dance yes <laughs> Because it's it going it to be interpretive dance. It's, it's not. I'm not going to be stale. I'm sorry. Breaking the magic. <laughs> so doctors like to separate ticks into simple ticks, such as eye blinking, head jerking, shoulder shrugging, and then complex ticks mm-hmm. like touching or smelling objects, repeated observed movements, or stepping in a certain pattern. Do either of you are like, oh yeah, all the above, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the above and more. Yeah, I there's times where I can't be in the kitchen, so like I know my husband is very aware of this, and I'll 
I was cooking dinner and there was a boiling pot of water and it, like the tip was just like dip. And I dipped my entire hand into the boiling water. Oh, came snap. up to about here. And that hurt like, yeah. like no other. And I burns like all, all down mm. the top of the top of my my hand and the bottom, but the top was worse. Mm. Cause I'm pretty sure I touched like the side on the top, you know? <coughs> so, but yeah, that's part of that OCD is like you have to touch you have something. To do it. You yeah. have to touch it. You have to like Yeah, there's feel there's it. been times where I've literally I've I've locked the door, I walked upstairs, and then I was like, Did I lock the door? So then I walk back downstairs and I check the lock and I unlock it and I lock it. And then I go back upstairs and I go, but did I really lock the door? So then after the third time, I'm yes. like, okay, I'm just going to smash it shut. <laughs> yes. I'm going to like watch it be shut. Okay. I think it's shut. Then we go back upstairs and, uh, yeah. <laughs> but did you really? <laughs> but did I really? But, well, and the funny thing is, is like, I mean, we both have a pretty dark sense of humor, uh, my wife and I, and so there, there has been there has been an occasional time where, did you really lock it though? And like you know, I'm gonna have to go check it again. Damn it! My husband does the same. Oh my god! And so, See, so I, I just I, I like do it when I forget if I did. And I'm like, but I really hurt, yeah. and I don't want to go back down. Yeah. But if I just ask him to go, like, just lock the door. Damn it! Now I have to go look. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yes. Or, I or he'll whistle, or he'll whistle, or make like a, a hiccup noise or something. Just just because he's like, you know, or something. I'm like, and I'm like, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then it's just my pain for a few weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or if I hear like a really funny sound, or like um, if I hear like a really funny quote in like my favorite Marvel movie, <gasps> and then that just becomes like it's like. Yes. It's like every other thing I say is like, oh, or, oh it was something stupid. Like were, we were watching this one show and the guy was like, me pongahi. Yes. And I'm like, well, that sounds interesting. Well, that's it such was, a... oh, I think it was Pond. No, it wasn't Pond. Pond. It was something. It was a show that they like trade up. So they like will ha like start with like a paper clip or something, and they like trade up to a car. Yeah, like, the whole point. Well, the guy had Tourette's, oh, yeah. and and so he his thing was to say that word over and over. Well, no, it's because they found the guitar to sell. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. A yeah. Gaki guitar. Yeah, and so that was just he's like, well, now I have to say that for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, he said that for a while, but yes, the movie quotes. Is a big one. I I forget the recent one. Yeah, I don't know. It, 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 they come and they go. Yeah, sometimes they're funny. I mean, I, I oh, mean, yeah. not all are dangerous or anything. Like I I I'm always in front of people. Like I'm a medical assistant mm -hmm. even now, so I'm always in front of patients and stuff. But when I wasn't a medical assistant, I worked at a grocery store, and I had the tick of the whistle, and it sounded like you know, you know, and. That was the tick and i was in the i was in the aisle i was a personal shopper i was grabbing stuff off the shelf for a customer and a guy was standing you know about little feet down from me and i did it and i noticed he grabbed his phone but i didn't realize it was me <laughs> I, I didn't i knew that's where you were going to i didn't realize it and i was like oh yeah that just sounds just like an email or a yeah. text thing yeah. i was like oh he just got a text and then i did it again and he looked at he just he's like what the hell and i was like 
oh, that's me. Okay, we're just going to go. We're going to leave. I, I still needed stuff in that aisle, but I was like, I'll come back. It's fine. We're going to wait. We're going to wait until he's gone. Oh, yeah. No, that that is classic. Uh, I've had that experience before. <laughs> where you're just like oh how do you there's there is no explaining this away so i'm just gonna walk away and we're just we're just gonna pretend that didn't happen <clears throat> well so since you have 15 years on her um what are some of these struggles that you have kind of faced growing up and then we'll kind of see if they're the same as hers yeah i mean <clears throat> You know, obviously, kids are assholes. Well, other than that. it's not that they're assholes. They they just have no filter. And so even even our nephew would like when I was sitting with him in the car, I would twitch and then he would laugh and then he would, you know, he would kind of do that. And then I'm like, oh, no. And then so I would do it again because he did it. And then he would do it again because he thought this was now a game. And I was like, this is going to end in sadness. <laughs> so I was like, let's let's just mutually agree that we're going to stop. <clears throat> Um, yeah, that's, that's really bad. Uh, trying to explain to people from like the, <clears throat> I hate to say this, but like adults from the boomer generation are, you can say boomers. It's okay. <laughs> are very intolerant of syndromes and other things that of everything they, they just, yeah, of everything. <laughs> Mental health of everything. <laughs> you know, it was more of a just get over it. Like, that was a big thing that, that a lot of adults back then just said, just get over it. And I'm like, you know, I remember one time, you know, 18 or 19 years old, and I'm like, I'm going to kick you in your crotch, and you're just going to get over it, okay? So here we go. And, you know, and they're like, you wouldn't dare do that. And I'm like, well, then, you know, stop telling me to get over it. You know, it's it's not really something I can control. You know, they I adults, boomers, all that stuff. They they you know, it really is just they push. You know, a lot of the, the problems that I had with adults when I had Tourette's was because um, they they either didn't want to deal with it or it wasn't their problem. Not in my backyard is is kind of like the phrase that makes most sense, right? You know, it, it wasn't, I mean, back then it was like, well, you've got this horrible thing, deal with it. Uh, and, you know, that's kind of what I had to do. I mean, as a teenager, I, I went through a lot of depressive episodes um, because there's no cure for this. So this is just who you are. And luckily, you know, I've, I've, I still have bad days, but I, I kind of come to grips with it from the standpoint that... <clears throat> Like I was saying, I, I don't think I would ever be a good software engineer as I would without Tourette's and OCD. And so I have to look at that and say, you know, hey, I, I earn a really good salary. I have a really great wife. I have a house, two cats, two evil cats and a dog. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of, of things that happen that were good in my life. So you kind of have to weigh that. But then you have really, really, really bad days where you're so, like, you know, you're, you come home and you're just so mentally exhausted and you just hate the world. Um, yeah, and... there's definitely been times you've come home and you're like, fuck it, that's it. I'm going to talk to a doctor. I'm going to get on medication. A week later, you're like, no, I'm good. <laughs> so I, I, I'm really happy that, you know, the way you were talking about because my relationship with doctors is horrible. I do not trust doctors. I think that they're they're basically just grasping at straws. <clears throat> you are in good company. Well, uh -huh. And that's all based on the fact of how bad my experience was with the couple of doctors that my mom took me to, which wasn't my mom's fault. It's just that's 
back then they were just like throw drugs at it it'll mm-hmm. i'm sure something will stick it, it was their attitude that was yeah the 80s and 90s were definitely 2000s yeah i think we're starting to come we're away s- from pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. now we're starting to look more holistically 100 yeah. percent. but there are still some old guards in town mm-hmm. that are stick into the, yeah. the you know path. like the stupid gi doctor that told me that i didn't need a food sensitivity sure. test uh-huh. See? yeah so like the, you know the other big thing that happened was you know for the most part some of the studies say that tourette's is hereditary my, my dad or mom more or less do not show signs of it my dad definitely has ocd tendencies and maybe the tourette's gene is is dormant yeah and so both sides of my family have horrible genetics diabetes or you know cancer or other things and so that really kind of led me to you know do i would i ever want to have kids because why would i want to pass what i have on to them mm-hmm. and so i really struggle with that it just so happens i married someone who's both sides of their family had horrible genetics and we're like do we really need to have kids you know we we both had things happen in our lives where we just decided kids were not for us um, and so that took that off the plate because i for a long time, I was like, you know, I like kids, and I think that I'd be a good dad. But also, as as an intellectual adult, why would I do that to some kid? Look, we have pets, and we have a nephew, and other things. So it's you know, there's other ways to find fulfillment in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, that's that's definitely been most of my struggles is just finding acceptance, finding a way to be okay with me. Mm-hmm. So um, how is your experience same, different, worse, better than his? Uh, kind of the same. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just the whole thing with like it being hereditary. Um, I am pretty sure my dad has Tourette's and that was one of the biggest things in the divorce because again, trauma mm-hmm. um, was that my mom was just using it against him because she wanted money from him and whatever the scenario was that's that one right there is what i heard from his attorney when i was younger and so you know how would that make an eight-year-old feel when i'm going through all this you know all these medical like doctors and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and him like accusing them accusing my mom for like just wanting money and really it was a true medical Thing that I needed to I needed help with mm-hmm. and my dad would take and I mean in the divorce papers it said I don't have Tourette's it's just her trying to make things worse for my daughter and then I get diagnosed with Tourette's and then all of a sudden he's like oh yeah I got Tourette's but I just have to do it <coughs> six times harder mm-hmm. I have to be make sure I'm on top of my I can't I can't procrastinate like if I procrastinate and get done mm-hmm. it's just not it, and that's just that's just who I am. And unfortunately, I don't want to be that way. But here we are. Yeah, back um, to that boomer thing. I mean, do you ever hear the phrase kids should be seen and not heard? Um, like that, I think just I don't want to be seen up. or heard. <laughs> right. But that I, I think that sums up a little bit of what you were saying and what I experienced as a kid, mm-hmm. even back then. You just sit over in the corner and be good. Mm-hmm. And if you're twitching, then you're not good and then what are you supposed to do i had a dance teacher and i love her to death and she didn't know we didn't know i was little little and she taught me gymnastics and um she was 
she could always tell me, Chelsea, sit still. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, sit. But she was never rude about it. Mm-hmm. She was like, sweetie, sit still. She's like, I love you, but sit still. You're knocking this person over because you're moving. Or just sit still or whatever. And I'm like, okay. You know, mm-hmm. but then when I got diagnosed, she <laughs> felt so bad. <laughs> she was like, I'm never going to tell you to sit down or sit still again. You do whatever you want. I don't care what happens. I said, no, you're fine. No one knew. Yeah. No one knew. How many, how many people have told me to sit still or like, Shh, mm-hmm. you know, especially at, you know, movie theaters. I don't feel comfortable at movie theaters because yeah. you, unless it's a drive-in and I'm in my car and nobody else is around me. <laughs> That's what's so, it's so interesting hearing you both talk about this. It's like, this has forced both of you to be so acutely aware of your surroundings mm-hmm. and the people around you oh, and, and so. their yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Nobody cares mm-hmm. about your experience. Well, I mean, you're gone, if you girl. want to talk about absolute living hell, try having a cough tick during COVID. Oh, oh yes. yes. There was, I had to go on a plane trip to, on a plane? Uh, I had to go yeah. on a plane Whoa. to Florida. And I, was, I kept yeah. having, this keeps well, getting bigger. No, no. They don't believe in COVID. It, so gets, it gets better. So I, I kept going. <coughs> yeah. And the, the, the business type older gentleman in front of me turned around and goes, are you sick? You shouldn't be on this plane. I'm like, sir, I have Tourette's. He goes, no, you don't. You're, you're sick. And you're trying to infect me. And I'm like, yep, that's exactly. I am like. You specifically, actually. Right. I came on this plane for you specifically. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to hug you now, and you're going to have the Tourette's. You don't don't ever do that. Here's but the like, thing. But you're going to be ignorant. I'm going to be ignorant back. If you're going to have a diagnosis that's going to change your life and that you have to learn to work with and live with and accept, you're damn right you're going to use it to your advantage. Sometimes that's like the only thing you get out of so, it. Exactly. So I don't know if you've had exactly. any actual moments that you remember, but when I was in high school, I kept having army recruiters. Like it was a big thing in the 90s to call teenagers and try to get them to join up the military. <clears throat> and they kept calling. and I'm like, no, I don't want to. No, I don't want to. And finally, like, the, like after I got diagnosed, I'm like, Sure. Um, so how do you feel about giving someone with Tourette syndrome an automatic weapon? And they're like, cool. <laughs> he goes, fair. And then he goes, we'll take you off the list. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Could have probably done it, but no. I don't I, I, no, give me a gun <laughs> and a bunch of caffeine. Oh, yeah. Does caffeine rest with your, for me, with my twitches, I can have a cup of coffee and maybe a glass of tea anything more than that and it's just like overdrive uh the caffeine doesn't really touch me really i don't know if that's it, just a me thing then uh, yeah i don't know if if it like i can have like i don't usually drink like um like his first food and drinks and stuff but yeah <coughs> caffeine doesn't really touch me like i can drink it at midnight and go to bed five minutes later like and I, it doesn't affect your your twitches not not necessarily sugar like a lot of like sugars will i've noticed if i'm like okay if i'm eating um like if I'm at a birthday party and I'm eating more than I usually do, and it's like you know cake or ice cream or something, then it'll it'll affect it, I think. Okay. Um, sometimes. Yeah. No. I, I. And maybe it's like up to a point. I'm fine, but once I reach that point, it's just like I, mean, it's like, I it just go, it just goes nuts. I mean, the switch has been turned. The switch yeah. is yeah. The switch has been turned on.
Well, what is something that you wish people knew about Tourette's? It's not as easy as just taking a medicine that goes away. It's not a headache. It's neurological. Can't stop it. Uh, and if you do stop it, it's going to get worse. And, and then mostly is is only like 10% of people have the cussing part of it. So don't ask me to cuss at someone. <laughs> Whatever they do in the movies is is not Tourette's. You know, the obsessive compulsive part of it, a lot of people just don't realize. So, I mean, a lot of times I've gotten the most trouble I've ever gotten in my life, or at least in my job, was where I was like, you know, I was talking to someone and they're like, hey, we're going to do it this way. And I'm like, no, we have to do it this way or it's not going to work. And they're like, dude, dude, that's just one way of doing stuff. I'm like, no, you, you don't understand. It has to be done this way. Mm-hmm. And that has led me to have conflict with some of my coworkers where I've, I've really had to step back and go, okay, does it really need to be done this way? Or is this just my obsessive preference? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that took a long time to, to, to get past. But yeah, I think, you know, just um, that Tourette's is, is multifaceted. It's not always one tick. It's not always one thing. Mm-hmm. How about you, Chelsea? Um, we're not dumb. <laughs> yeah. We're not morons. Like, we know our limits. We know, even though we don't want to admit our, our limits, because maybe we do want to drive that car, but we can't because we're going to go skirt and off the road, you know, if you have it really severe. Mm-hmm. But on the other spectrum of that is I can drive a car. Mm-hmm. I can. And I can hold a baby. I can, you know, I can cook, you know, but on certain days I don't go into the kitchen. Like we are fully functional, quote unquote, adults, Mm -hmm. but we aren't dumb. We know what we're talking about. Even if like, like what you were saying about the obsessive compulsive, we might not be able to form our sentences because our tics are so bad and our brain is just going all day long and we're tripping up on things, but it doesn't mean we don't know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And we can we can still go out into the world without, we should be able to go out in the world without fearing someone's going to make a comment, mm-hmm. call us out. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I, I don't think there's been a moment where I've not gone out in the world and someone's not made a comment or, you know, moved away like movie theaters, you know, someone's gotten up and moved away. Mm-hmm because of my tics or something, you know, it's just like, you got to have a little bit more patient patience. Mm-hmm. And that goes for anything, anyone with autism, anyone with down syndrome, anybody. I mean, those are just two examples that mm-hmm. I've, I've uh, noticed people don't, that just don't have the patience for. And I'm just like, that's, that's not nice. Like mm-hmm. it's, we're not difficult to, to be around. We're not difficult. We're not, we're not a disease. You know, we're not patient zero. We're not going to touch you. And all of a sudden, Oh, you got Tourette's. <laughs> If you drink after me, oh, no, you have truth. My husband's fine. <laughs> I have kissed that man. I have stealing his food, his drinks. He has drank and eaten after me. He is fine. <laughs> like, we are normal human beings. Mm-hmm. And TikTok, TikTok, I have looked at the severity of, like, the spectrums. And mm-hmm. I love that TikTok, um, I love the people on TikTok that have the, the major tics and mm-hmm. stuff. Um the one actually that I really follow and I like, um, she's, uh, I think it's the hippie girl. I love her. She really documents all of her Tourette's and she has um, seizures now. So she's wow. uh, dealing with that on top of the Tourette's and, and I appreciate everything she, she does, but I want people to know that there's not just that. 
there's also what him and like him and I go through. There's also people who are even less that have Tourette's, but maybe tick once in a while and it doesn't affect their lives. There's just, it's a spectrum. You got to learn the spectrum. Well, thank you both for coming on and telling us about your experiences with Tourette's. And it was great talking to you. My pleasure.